Testing one, two, three on my mic. Testing one, two, three on my mic. Testing one, two, three on my mic. My name is Todd Meisner. I'm Todd Welber. And I'm Paul Coletti. And we're talking pictures. And our guest in studio today, last week we had Brian Ray on the phone. Today we have our number one fan. Uh, we need to get her a, t- a big foam finger and a t-shirt because she was the first person to subscribe to our podcast. Thank you. And her name is Holly Sparkman. Holly. Thank you. Very nice welcome. Thank, Thank you. you for being here. Holly, what is your official title? I'm the communications director for the Rock Island Island School District 41. We call her number one PR person we like to deal with in the Quad Cities. Indeed. Yep. And Holly's here because we're going to talk about Every photographer has to go to pre-plan what we used to call at the University of Iowa Journalism Department pseudo events. Uh. They're not really they're news, but they're not real. They're they're formulated for us. And this topic came up yesterday. I had to cover a union rally yesterday, and it was kind of only a rally when the TV camera was on, and when the TV camera turned off. It became a bunch of people kind of waving at the occasional honking car. Mm-hmm. And then after about 20, 25 minutes of, of what I wouldn't call, was called not very angry protest, they um, broke for a bag lunch. Mm. It, that's kind of disappointing. I re- remember hearing you say this yesterday and thinking, that's really unfortunate that it doesn't seem as though they're really passionate about their cause, but really only in it for the publicity. Maybe not in it for the publicity. That's the wrong way to say it. But if you were really out there, you know, looking to commit change for, you know, your cause, you think you'd be passing or yelling and waving at every passing car. Give it a solid 30 minutes. Yeah, Yeah. maybe so. Yeah. So and break for a bag lunch. I had never (laughs) seen the break for a bag lunch and then go home before. It's as if the, the, the protesters wouldn't have shown up. If they hadn't been promised, hey, <laughs> if you show up and stand on the corner in the hot sun all day or all day for a half hour, we'll give you a bag lunch. Yeah. I don't think those sorts of sidewalk events are uh, exclusively difficult to not to I don't want to put the entire onus of a bad event on the people standing on the sidewalk, because of what I'm trying to say is I think they're probably difficult to set up like many events, which. Holly is familiar with the difficulties and intricacies and subtleties of, of well, you wanted to inviting to, media to something right. The, yeah. You want you know they're out there for a cause, mm-hmm. and you want it to be natural, but and that takes away from the the power of the statement that they're making when they're only on when the cameras are on. Um, you 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 don't want it to be that shallow. You want it to be more mm-hmm. impactful than that. And yeah. I don't know how you orchestrate that. I've never orchestrated a protest before. But <laughs> if I were in charge, I would be like, okay, you know, and maybe it's maybe I'm putting too much thought into it. Maybe it's bringing in different cycles of people so that they can be energetic the entire time, you know, regardless mm-hmm. of yeah. whether sense. media is there or not. In this mm-hmm. case, there was, um, and I'm sure that everybody who is there wants a fair contract and wants, you know, Governor Rauner's budget not to pass or whatever they were angry about. Um, but it was, they had one guy at the beginning who was leading the chant. And as our, after our friends at Channel 8 flipped off their camera and walked to their car, 
the chanting stopped. And then they started to chat among each other. And then, you know, somebody would honk their horn and as they drove by in support of their cause. And they'd wave. And then they'd go back to chat, you know, chanting. And they'd wave their, they, you know. And so if you were just driving by, mm-hmm. they achieved their goal. They, mm-hmm. they achieved the goal of raising awareness on a busy street of people driving by. They didn't see it from my perspective, which was standing across the street for 25 minutes going, what are they okay, doing? Okay, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. this is, you know, I got, I made one picture out of it. It ran on a color inside page today yep. with the caption. So they achieved their goal. But it's, sure. they go, I mean, we've been all been to protests where people were really actually pissed off into what they were out right and actually yeah. pissed off and it was you could see it and feel it and mm-hmm. and these kinds of pseudo events uh, we go we go to them all the time but they just they tend to ring so shallow or well, there, hollow there I must guess. be a fine line to walk between Holly, you could probably speak to it better than anybody between oh boy finding you're getting a way to get the message out, be it about school funding or uh, personnel matters or what have you, budgets, that sort of thing. Finding people who are passionate about the topic that you're trying to talk about and disseminate information about um, and making it media friendly, I suppose, in a way. Yeah, I mean, there's all different kinds of instances. And I'm thinking of one that uh, was a few years ago. Um, where we were, again, being cut short on the state budget, um, and our general state aid was being held back, and the state owed us money. They kind of do owe us money a lot, a lot of the time. But it was it was coming to a point where we really felt like we had to have a voice about it. And so we put on our school marquees, the state of Illinois owes us, I think, $1.3 million. You know, please pay up. And I think that was, in that case... I don't know how we could have gotten that message out and made it exciting, and maybe that wasn't so exciting on the school mar- marquee, but it definitely generated a lot of conversation. And um, I feel like that in those instances, you just kind of have to look at different ways instead of just staging a press conference. That was what our superintendent had wanted to do. It. And I was like, mm, I'm really not a fan of press conferences. I'm, honestly, I don't know what they tell you in journalism school, but I'm really not a fan of press conferences. I think they're kind of painful. Um, yeah, it, dep- it, it depends on who's here, holding yeah. them. But, yeah, yeah, it can be, okay, yes, yeah. And, and what cracks me up about press conferences and is the person stands at the microphone and talks for 20 minutes about whatever it is the topic and the TV cameras are pointing at them and we're clicking away and moving around and trying to find a different angle. As soon as it's over, they do one-on-one interviews with TV and none of what is used during the press conference Makes is it, used. Right. Mm-hmm. They're talking to oh. nobody. Yeah. yeah. So they're basically talking for the sake of the 10 people who staffers or whoever. I mean, that's the thing that always cracks me up. You, you, you go and you, you TV wants what they want. So they want to do one-on-ones. So would it be easier to have a press availability and do one-on-ones than, than make a grand statement and then repeat your grand statement in a shorter form with each? So mm-hmm. then you've, you've said the same thing four times or four TV stations. Mm-hmm. Um, or 
I, I just never understood that. Yeah. And I understand why they do it, because they want to ask their own question. Have you ever noticed the Quad City media? Very rarely does anybody actually ask a question at a press conference. Almost never. <laughs> yeah, almost no. never, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's, I think there's a weird, I don't want to show my hand to the other you know, media, even though we're, you know, I think we're all probably on the same page. Right. Yeah. But I think people who uh, read their own PowerPoint slideshows should be hit with a bat, <laughs> especially, if especially if they've given those, those PowerPoint slideshows out. Um, and I know we've always talked about this is in thinking visually, I would much rather see the leaking pipe in, you know, the school basement. I would rather right. see yeah. the kids struggling with the old piece of computer equipment yeah. or, you know, the, the ramshackle elevator. And you know what I mean? Rather mm-hmm. than hearing some guy in a suit talking about him in a board meeting. That's, yeah. you know, it's and I and I think, you know, so some of our PR, PR people do a, a really good job you know, thinking visually and thinking in story terms. And I think some of them are, are not quite there yet. Yeah. Well, and all you need to do is ask. I mean, I don't know how many times I think I've asked Todd, you know, what, what, what do you want? How can this be better? Or we want to see have that. You know, how yeah. can we get that? Well, I have my ideas, but what do you well, the, the two things that we can I can talk about specifically with things that you've done, you've done that were really good was when Audubon school we all knew Audubon School needed to go away, but nothing said it more better than taking the entire media corps down to the bowels of Audubon School <laughs> to show them the hulking, that, yeah. you know, heating system that was like, no, you can't pay to replace this. This this place is done. You know, tear it down and build a build a uh, what are they going to build? A CVS, a CVS yeah. pharmacy. You know, so. that's true because I remember seeing those photos that you took in the paper. And thinking from the outside, driving past it on the street, you think, wow, Audubon School, you know, it's a pretty good, it's a building, it's in nice shape, it's good looking, it's, it's got historic value. Yeah. Like, they could really do something with this and salvage it. And then you saw the photos of the boiler, which was beyond repair. And you thought, wow, yeah, it's it's going to take more than you realize driving past it to, to get it up and running again. So mm-hmm. at that point, that's really made real. But I, I think that what's one of the big reasons why you're here today is I think you are unique in the PR community and that you do <laughs> seek out, you know, input and information. Um, there's a lot of them who don't. And, you know, earlier we were talking about that kind of political theater. And I think it was a, I think it was a photo that you took of, uh, and it might have been like an Instagram deal of oh, a of, press conference that the, literally had like six people at it. No. Well, it had six people and Eric and I. So <laughs> the picture is... Um, uh, Eric and I showed up 10 minutes late to a Mike Jacobs press conference. Mike Jacobs used to be, for those of you listening that don't live, he was a, oh, he's a former, former state, <laughs> former state yeah. senator uh, uh, um, from our district here in, in, the, in the Quad Cities in Illinois. And we showed up 10 minutes late. Well, no one else in the media had showed up to the press conference. We were it. They had broken down the flags and the podium and were done. And, you know, they're like, oh, the media is here. So they set everything back up and stood together in a clump so that they could, you know, be in in the shot together. But there was only just me taking their picture. And and, and, and Eric is standing off to the left. And there's... I backed Floor. up and every chair in the room was empty. And these guys are holding a full blown read my statement 
press conference about, I think Jacobs was being endorsed by the firefighter union. And it, it was so surreal. So I backed up and I took a picture of it. <laughs> and, I, shot. and I Instagrammed it and everybody went bonkers on how funny it was. But then when the really the kind of the, you know, I, I used that picture as my favorite picture in the two, for 2014, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and it cost us a subscription. Oh. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, there you go. I, can, so. I can one better you at that. Be, a similar situation, uh, not that this is a game of one-upsmanship, but uh, I, 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 just happened, <laughs> I just happened to be at a press conference that was a little worse. Um, a little worse? A little worse. It was they, were, they had just finished repaving Turkey Hollow Road down near Andalusia, and again, I showed up and it was, it was uh, me and Channel 4 and nobody else had showed up. So I'm shooting what, what was their version of this press conference with a podium in the middle of Turkey Hollow Road, freshly paved. They wanted to show off how smooth it was. Um, and I'm kind of walking around taking photos of people at a podium from different angles while the the group of politicians stand in the middle of the road and just talk out into nothing, into the air. So you're standing in the middle of Tur- Turkey Hollow Road surrounded by cornfields. And they're just, they're, they're talking to me because I'm there taking photos <laughs> as I'm walking back and forth past them and in front of them. And I'm, I'm thinking, this is surreal. You're standing in the middle of a road talking into thin air out into the middle of the world, just looking to the sky, reading your prepared statement. Uh, and to who and for what it was it was absolutely comical yeah, yeah and that stuff is not that super uncommon i mean where you show up yeah and no one's like the media turns off their camera you know <laughs> and they're talking and you know i you know one of us is moving trying to find another angle on something and they keep talking yeah. and then they okay and now congressman blank's gonna say something and now senator blank is gonna say something yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. and now we need to have the mayor of this town and the mayor of this town yeah. and mm-hmm. the, and the and the rock island county something yep. or other and and not, it get, I don't know who's recording it. But Please be patient while we all pat each other on the back. So. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, in, and I don't know, but here, here in light, it's ridiculous to us because mm-hmm. we're there, but it's a little like, well, we didn't really, I was kind of hesitant to have Holly come up here because she, you know, she likes the show and I didn't want her to see how sausage, the sausage <laughs> right, was made. Right, yeah. <laughs> so maybe she won't, she'll unsubscribe now. Um, I'm but, impressed. Um, <laughs> this is such a sexy studio we're in. We really need like a live feed one, just once, just yeah. one live feed. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> we can uh, periscope it right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Us and <laughs> all the world of 14 year old girls. <laughs> Well, um, Holly, we've kind of been beaten up on PR people, I feel like, a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Well, no, here's what bit. I was going to say okay. real quick before right, you get yeah. to that, was that, but essentially, they achieved their goal because the people who show up, we record it. we got to fill the paper every day. Mm-hmm. You've got to fill, what is a 30-minute newscast comes down to, it's 20 minutes for weather, <laughs> two minutes for sports and the rest is news you yeah. know and 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 so they've got to fill it with something so they get their b-roll of people talking they get their their you know their sound bite afterwards and they filled 60 seconds on turkey hollow road right. and 
the public is n- never the wiser. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, they have no incentive to change. You know, I, re- I mean, right. really yeah. think about it. They have no real incentive yeah. to change because mm-hmm. they're getting what they want. But what gets me is, is when they stage, when people stage stuff, mm-hmm. they don't provide a visual like Holly did in the basement yeah. where they, it's like, here's my PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, it's a professor silhouetted against a wall, you know, with charts and graphs. Yeah. In a dimly lit room. In a dimly lit room. You know, who taught you yeah. to organize this way? You have a degree in something. This is just dumb. But anyway, now. Well, I, I was, I was going to say, I feel like we're, we're beat up on uh, PR people and, and, things are there things that we do as media people that just make you guys you know sit around and drink beers and complain about afterwards or oh yeah um we must yeah i'm trying to think yeah no you guys are good i mean you're pretty you show up you're pretty silent you know i i <laughs> at graduation the other week i turn around and there you are you're just standing there todd just waiting he for is that right he's shot. such a good yeah. silent man he can creep up on you <laughs> yeah like for a, a big ninja. man, yeah, quiet, I, man. Yeah. yeah i looked creepy. around i always look around to see who's there and yeah so so you know, I, I, it's it's the things that that I don't have any control over of maybe stories that I don't plan where I want to um, accommodate. Maybe accommodate's not the right word, but maybe I want to make sure that we do our time to help with the story and make sure that the story being told reflects everything. You know, visuals, content, that sort of thing. Um, you know, and it's a vicious circle because. Um, then some people, you know, some people like crave and some organizations crave something. Um, and, it, as, and working for a school district, there's a lot of organizations that really, um, I don't want to say crave our attention, but um, they want me to do something for them. You know, because they're doing something for the school district. So if we're oh, doing you're looking for, for a quid pro quo. Yeah. So, you know, you can help us get media attention, and and I've held fast and not doing that for any organization. You know, it's great if an organization um, gives us money. If that organization wants to write a release and organize something, you know, I'll be more than happy great. to help. But I'm not going to go out and and facilitate the story when, you know, it's not really our place to. You know, so, I feel right. like we're being um, manipulated, manipulated or... and, and, and everybody wants our kids. You know, and, and the organizations want access to our kids. And honestly, in education, mm-hmm. our kids are there to be educated. Mm-hmm. Um, and Not it, to be publicity tools. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a vicious circle. Um, because the things that we need to talk about are really hard to communicate. You know, mm-hmm. changes in education, standards. Uh, funding. Funding. You know, those things are really hard. Funding. And I was laughing um, at the board meeting the other night, Tuesday. Uh, John was there, you know. And I thought, oh, how, what's he going to take a picture of board members sitting in a row? Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, yeah. you know, the, the dirty like, little... The dirty I was like, oh, boy, I wish I would have had kids here tonight of all nights, but well, it was, school was out. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've gone into the afternoon news meeting, which happens at 4 o'clock, and heard, we think there's going to be a big, angry group of people showing up to blank. <laughs> right. Can we get yeah. a photographer there? Yeah. And I think in 25 years... 
that big angry group has only ever materialized like three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and other times that the group has materialized and we didn't have a photographer there. Right. Yeah. Like, oh my God, we should have had a photographer there. There was this big angry group. <laughs> you know, and you're kind of in your position in the schools, you have regular for a business. You, a business would call a press conference when they're going to introduce a new product or hire a bunch of people or whatever. Um, the, the district is kind of has a press availability every week with a, with a council, or not a council meeting, but a school board meeting. And then because there's so many school events, do you ever wake up in the middle of the night thinking, how is this like going worst case scenario? How is this going to go wrong on us and how do I handle it? Because, it, because I know that there are news organizations that will take a crumb, mm-hmm. a crumb of controversy and run with it and, and lead the news with it and with just one angry parent and then it sounds like every parent is angry mm-hmm. does that ever wake you up at night oh, I mean, all the time yeah i have a worst case scenario book in my head of of you know and today it's social media we have parents ranting and raving about a lot of things and it's just very hard to control and not that i'm in it to control it because you know i think people should be able to voice if they're upset uh, that's fine, but it's just if there start to if there starts to be too many voices, then that's what gets the media attention, and and I, that keeps me up at night worrying about you know what what if this and what if that and and the and the news organization that wants to take that crumb and then take a couple of facts and stitch it together like a Dan Brown novel, call it the Da Vinci Code, and poof, you know, everybody starts to believe it, you know, and that's that's the part that's really frustrating to watch. Sometimes with stories, um, you know, and taking those those pieces of information and trying to make something out out of it when there really isn't anything really there. Do you ever find yourself kind of uh, instead of being at the at the front edge of a story, kind of trying to clean up after an organization or reporter has done something like that, taking a crumb, blowing it out of proportion? You have to chase it down and straighten it out. Um, I definitely chase it down. Um, if anything, just to make them aware that mm-hmm. I don't think it was what it was. You didn't get the story. Yeah, I, I don't think the yeah. story was clear or mm-hmm. it was just pieced together real uh, and it didn't make sense. Yep. I mean, yeah, I'll definitely do that and call and have a conversation with the reporter uh, and Nine times out of ten, I mean, I don't expect anything beyond that, mm-hmm. and it'll be worse. I mean, if somebody tries to correct something and do another story on top of that, it's always yeah. worse. Yeah. So I don't ever want that, and I don't ever ask for that. But mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that they understand, from our perspective, that you know you can't, you know, take take these scenarios and put them together and, and make it seem something that's it's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, two plus two plus three equals eleven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and I think it's interesting too, and it must be kind of unique in that you know as social media kind of evolves, um, you know we see these information pop up. It's not vetted. Um, a lot of times the evidence is anecdotal. 
it's you know oh my cousin's daughter goes there and she got blah blah and you know it, and I imagine it's a little bit like stomping fires you know a little whack-a-mole absolutely social media yeah. whack-a-mole yeah and mm-hmm. and I think honestly our media here in the Quad Cities are very attuned to that and we'll only call if something really triggers it or if a lot of people are saying the same thing mm-hmm. but the nice thing is I'll get a phone call if I I'm sure I already know about it and I'm just trying to you know wish it would go away but <laughs> please please go away um please don't call me please don't yeah, call please me don't please don't call, don't call me, call me. Please don't call me. Uh, and and then just take it from there and nine times out of ten it ends up being nothing hmm. nine times out of ten and i think um tony watt will kind of say the same thing because he'll get tips or however you guys gather that piece of information from people that are worried about something mm-hmm. yeah he always calls and follows up with it and asks questions and then it's like okay we'll go I'll go get my information and he'll say okay well, let me go talk to my people and then and it ends up just being nothing right yeah. mm-hmm. do you ever look back um and see how some other school districts, and I don't want to bring up any names here, but how other school districts can be like so ham-handed with some issues, <laughs> just 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 not handle it very well. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and I cringe, I cringe because in the case of a school district, it's public education, and what is going really poorly for one school district really reflects on public education mm-hmm. as a whole, and that's the painful part. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what to do about that. I never thought about it that way, but yeah, yeah I guess yeah. it's it's school well, is school for a lot of people, especially. I mean, I don't have kids in any of the school districts, so I imagine someone else might, who's outside the media, might kind of clump it all together in their head. Kind of all schools are this, or all schools mm-hmm. are that, and yeah. that would be cringeworthy, I guess. I mm-hmm. never thought about it that way. Yeah, but I've definitely seen cases. All the school districts actually have a me. A communications director, Davenport, Bettendorf, Moline does not have one, and East Moline does not have one. And I think that kind of shows a little bit in the facilitation of the information that comes out. Does Sherrard have one? No, <laughs> they do not. Just, yeah. We knew just, that. Just yeah. a curiosity. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think and, I could you know, have guessed that one. If, yeah, you, if you're listening in, in London, you want to you wanna Google Sherrard, <laughs> Illinois. That's S-H-E-R-R-A-R-D. Anyway. Yeah, I watch. Yeah, and I watch, and and sometimes I'm like, oh no, you know. Don't do that. Don't talk. Yeah. Don't say anything. I, mm-hmm. I we we did the podcast about what people say, and it, it and it goes for for you show up to something and someone's angry and they say stuff that they and later have to take do, back. Do you get phone calls back, and yeah. they say, please don't say I said that, or <laughs> oh, I don't know I, what people do. I'm amazed that yeah. Well, I don't think I've ever gotten a phone call. Usually when you take someone's picture, I mean, my, my favorite one is the, the couple that was, we were, it was Fargo Fest years ago up in, on mm, 23rd Avenue yeah. in Moline. And this couple was in a matching outfit and it was a festival and they were, they were dancing the night away and they made a great picture. And I pretty much put all my eggs in that basket and tried to frame them with the band in the background and the light and whatever. And it made a nice picture. And I went up to get their name and the guy goes, um, can I can I talk to you for a second? I'm like, mm, uh, sure. What's up? And mm-hmm. so we back away from the the woman who is he was wearing. This, I think they were dressed like in white and black, like Holstein cows. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So we, and he goes, hey, I, I, we're married, just not to each other. 
okay. And they're in public dancing. Right. Yeah. He goes, do you think that maybe you couldn't use our picture? And I'm like, well, uh, since I kind of need your name for for it not to look weird that I just like a couple dancing in Moline, I would I would kind of need your names. And if you're not going to give me your names, you're not going to end up in the paper. Oh, man, I really owe you one. <laughs> and they were they were older. They were like. They were, you know, I mean, they're older. They're probably my age now. So they were in their 50s. Geezers. <laughs> Absolute geezers. But Old they were wearing, yeah, they were wearing like matching white and black outfits. And <laughs> he had a like a white and black cowboy hat on. And I don't know why it Still sticks fine. in my memory. But yeah, no, he didn't. And then there was the guy who didn't want to, who had called in sick to work to help build the Moline softball field. And so I took his picture, raking the, Busted. you know, all the parents for their help. And he's like, oh, man, I don't want to be in the paper. I'm sick today. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> all right. Never mind. <laughs> I go shoot somebody else now. Will someone please just. And those events happened within actually about 200 yards of each other. Come to think of it. <laughs> was it the same guy? No, a different no. guy. He was just some guy who called into deer and said, "You know, I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not putting putting the bolts on the tractor today, man. I'm I'm sick." So he showed up to in full health, made an amazing recovery <laughs> to, to to help yeah. build a softball a field. Right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You know, I was I was curious too. Is it unique? Um, you know, I I know we've got uh, a person, an acquaintance who's uh, in hospital administration, and she has HIPAA the law that prevents, uh, you know, a lot of public decimation of uh, information. Mm -hmm. And I know you guys have to be careful about uh, some students' identities who, what is it called? FERPA. FERPA. FERPA, you made that up. I was going to say HIPAA and FERPA. FERPA and HIPAA. You know, FERPA Um, and HIPAA could be like a show on Nickelodeon. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It was next door to Bert and Ernie. That's right. FERPA FERPA. They walk into a bar. Um, But it it probably puts you in a unique position sometimes when, you know, I I would assume you want to be inclusionary you want the kid in the play or whatever but he also can't be photographed by the media Mm -hmm. or right yeah well yeah that's just we uh, put a we put a media release on the back of our emergency cards so when parents go to register their kids for school for the fall we have them sign the media release and 80 you know 90 percent of them are signed but there Mm -hmm. are some that aren't signed and and it's just a matter of um, just making sure that he's that person's not in the shot Right. Um, but we also have a lot of privacy rules to s- adhere to when we're talking about a certain child and, and health conditions and stuff like that, too. We have to be very careful. Um, in, even emailing. I mean, we can't email kids' names around. Um, we have to, in some cases, use student identification numbers, you know, if we're talking mm. about. Yeah, it, it gets it's pretty. Yeah. You know, is are, is that the reason why whenever you look at television B-roll and it's sort of like the same thing when when the network news does a story about people who are overweight and it's always like <laughs> Soft ch- focus. Chest, yeah. chest down yeah, of waist, large yeah, r- rear-ended yeah. people walking yeah. down the street in mm-hmm. Manhattan. Yep. Well, TV footage of local youngsters in school is always out of focus pictures of of kids feet walking down the hallway is that i mean are they asked to do that or is that something that they do just to cover themselves uh us or the well any 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 district yeah Yeah, um, the jenny over channel eight she calls it something really funny it's like 
headless shots or something like blurry headless yeah and you know she'll walk in and say i'm gonna go into the classroom and get some blurry headless i'm like okay you know, because it's, you know it's just from the neck down and yeah. it's blurry and yeah. yeah there's but yeah i know we don't have a problem with that and it covers us so yeah the, but it's just funny i can hear the, the phone way she call. says it yeah the yeah. blurry yeah we love you know there's it's another person we yeah, should yeah we on. should jenny b yeah. oh yeah jenny b yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah she's got a lot of those funny well she's jenny yeah. h now that's right yeah. she's she she's got married and she had a she's got two two they're crazy beautiful kids yeah yeah yeah. yeah, they look like little Nordic warriors. Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> they look like little Jenny Bees. They, they do I, look like Jenny Bees. I love to see them with little cameras walking around. <laughs> That's right. exactly right. Yes, Jenny. Jenny was an intern here. Did you know that? No. I yeah, did not Jenny. Know that. I hired Jenny years ago to be a photo intern, and uh, she worked for us part time after her internship was over, and then. They called her at Channel 8 and had her come in, and she jumped, made her jump to TV, and she never looked back. Yeah, she's, I always mm -hmm. get a smile on my face when yep. I see her. Oh, she's up. great. Like, oh, yeah, we awesome. do, too. We could do a whole podcast about people we like. People then, we like. And then we could do a whole podcast of people we don't like. We could do a whole season on people who we don't like. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> God, so many, we hate so many That's people. Right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I'm not kidding. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, the visuals... The you were just at a bee conference. Oh, talk that's about, right. Talk about your bee. Really super oh, the important. Pollinator. The pollinator yeah. conference. Super yeah. important thing. You know, support uh, your yes. local bees, people. It's it's that it's a really kind of important thing. You know, the bee die-offs and colony collapse and pollination. You know, shortages and you know the food prices are rising. Um, this isn't really a new story. You know, and everybody's really kind of aware that bee populations are declining and it's bad news. Um, so there's this conference, there's a pollinator conference happening in Rock Island this week. And, uh, you know, this morning before leaving the office, Todd, you and I were talking about how this is just like visual death. Like it's important. Like this is this is kind of like a big deal. Um, it's kind of a regional thing. People from all over the place are coming here to the Quad Cities to attend this pollinators conference. But it's just a bunch of people talking about bees and butterflies and moths standing at microphones in in horribly lit conference rooms, you know, at the casino. Uh, you know, think, well, what you need is somebody walking around in a beekeeper's hat or uh, like a bee colony setup, somebody explaining that, or maybe some actual bees or some butterflies or somebody even walking around in a full-size bee mascot costume, you know, shaking people's hands as they come in the door. Something other than, so that when the media shows up to cover your pollinators conference, I'm not taking photos of somebody standing in a ballroom, you know, a fluorescent lit ballroom with, with nothing that says pollinators or bees or colony collapse or food shortages or, or anything, you know, it just, oh man, what, do, how are we going to make this interesting? And thank God I got lucky and you, saw you, did, guy. You, you got a great <laughs> shot. I got uh, if this a guy. I got lucky by seeing a guy in between the the sessions, the lecture sessions, walking around the lobby wearing a hat that says "Got bees." A big old trucker's <laughs> foam trucker's hat that says "Got bees," like the old "Got milk" slogan. So I was like, well, he wandered into one of the conference rooms and took a seat, and I hustled around through another door and, you know, came in so I could shoot him low and straight on so I could see his hat. And he's kind of adjusting his hat, I think. Or No, he's kind of thinking. He he's oh, kind he's of thinking. scratching yeah, his chin. It. Yep, he's scratching his chin. And I'm thinking, you know, the only thing about this this 
whole conference that says pollinators or that says bees is this guy's hat that literally says bees. So there it was. And uh, that ended up being the shot. But I, oh. I, you know, would have liked to have, I don't know, had it, a little bit more to shoot. And yeah. the stuff is that we suggest is spitball hokey. Yeah. But let's let's think about it. This it all of the people yeah. that were the, are at this conference mm-hmm. have already drank the Kool Aid. They're in. They're here for this. Okay. Man. They're here for this. So you've invited the media to come cover a really obtuse topic. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, without a visual. Right. So you either you either kind of cheese it up a little bit mm-hmm. to, to offer a visual to, to the media, to at least some B-roll. I mean, what's your B-roll for TV if you cover this? Nothing. You know, no, you, you, know, you got pictures of people at podiums people and that's talking. it. People you know, talking. Yeah. Pointing. Yeah. yeah. They, I hope they point. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you ever yeah. think that? Yes. Please point at something yes. so I can oh, God. get you some no idea <laughs> how many times I have stood framed in a podium and please move your hands, praying. do something, be, you know. It's be, a sad afternoon yeah. and that is, you're praying for somebody to raise their arm just an just, inch. Or even yeah. raise their eyes. Yeah. Just raise your eyes up from not reading and just give me that. Just throw me that bone and I'll, uh, I'll just go. It's yeah. really hard to train somebody to do that. I mean, I've been working with our superintendent for what, four? Four or five years now. Um, I'm just now getting him to a point yeah. of not using paper and using arm gestures. I mean, did you see oh, him at graduation? Helpful. I was just going to yeah, say. He did a gesture. I, I was doing that at graduation <laughs> yeah. going, please. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He, he, right at the beginning, you know, I, I can see it in his head too because I know how his mind works. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Say the sentence and gesture. You have to yeah. have, have stage directions written down in the script, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, raise smile, arms. pause. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've done that. Yeah, yeah I do that. And it's, you know, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's, you have to do those little details mm-hmm. for the visual effect because it, you just can't, you know, you just can't take a picture of somebody standing there. And can I say that I, I love that Rocky wears really bright graduation gowns? Mm-hmm versus the because uh, at the iWireless Center they have black curtains and the kids who come across in black gowns they they ultimately look like floating heads it's it's almost an like a green effect. screen effect. Yeah, yeah yeah it's yeah. weird and uh, it's you know but yeah Rocky is a bright beautiful color and they decorate their mortarboards or some of them do yep. and that's another thing that's always a and they've now, an easy shot. And they've mm-hmm. now moved their graduation to someplace that's air conditioned and roomy Ooh, yeah. as opposed to I you know what Are I you love, listening I, Moline High School? I, I love Moline High School. My my wife went to Moline, her family went to Moline, my father went to Moline High School, and they'll never change their tradition of of in the WPA project, Wharton Field House. It's a neat old building. It's great for basketball in March. Right. But <laughs> in but the summer graduation, I won't even I won't go to my nieces and nephews graduations it's like i'm not it's a weight loss program yeah if if you need a gatorade at the end of your graduation (laughs) ceremony you might it's time to look for a new venue and then there's the uh then there's the uh you know the people who show it's like have you ever taken a cruise ship where people get up really early in the morning and and like save 47 seats on the deck so they can you know move around while they sunbathe well that's moline my my poor mother-in-law, she's 80 <laughs> years old, and she figures, well, I don't know, 17 hours before the graduation is plenty of time to get a seat, and pff, now all the good seats were gone. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my, wow. My poor mother-in-law, you know, she's like, where, is this, where am I going to sit, you know? She it, loves those grandkids, though. Yeah. It's time for uh, that venue to change. It's just, Yeah, no, I mean, I know that, that some people scream and 
scream and and what but almost every school in the area has gone to the Iowa yeah, I don't think they'll it, I would be surprised I mean we had a few people that were you know like oh we're not going to get to go in the field house and what and it was at the stadium for a while and then they moved it to the field house and then well talking about hot it's yeah. just Rockies I mean, graduation you, in the blazing sun in their football yeah, stadium yeah. yeah there's a thrill yeah I mean we did not get a lot of uh, uh, backlash about that everybody was well, happy I, and it was handicapped yeah. accessible and it, it's perfect. You know, parking's yeah, decent parking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, it's a, it's a hard, hard venue to beat. I, yeah. you know, it's, they even open up the snack things upstairs for the kids and mm-hmm. I, it's yeah. really, and we can share, I mean, we share the day with UT, mm-hmm. so it right. cuts down on our expenses a little bit. And it also nice. cuts down on our expenses because we don't have to have, make sure we have two photographers because your graduations used to be only an hour apart at the same time on the same day. So we'd have to have one photographer cover one and have to have one cover the other one on the other part of town. Mm-hmm. So. We love the fact that you're splitting the day. Mm-hmm. It's easy. It's worked out. Things well. we love. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. are one of the things That's we love. It. Yep. Um, anybody got anything else? Where does that bring us? Where did that bring no. us? We went. We how did we get on graduation? I don't know. I had a question. Oh, hand gestures. Yeah. That's right. Or, oh yeah. Hand gestures. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah the pointing. Oh, I got a pointing story. The, <laughs> <laughs> I'm at, I'm at the. Uh, I'm at the uh, at a murder in Moline, and I was talking to one of the veteran police <laughs> the best officers. Stories always start with that sentence. Uh, I, was I was at a murder. I was at a murder. <laughs> the best sentence to start: I committed this murder. No. Um, anyway, I was at this murder, and I was standing there in the rain with this veteran Moline police officer, very nice guy, and the young the younger officers were were assisting with the with the you know, the securing of the scene and whatever. And he goes, he leans over and whispers in my ear, you're waiting for her to point, aren't you? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I am. <laughs> point where the bullet landed. Point where the bullet landed. Point where the bullet landed. Click, 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 click. I got the bullet where it landed! <laughs> done. You know, and that's, but it was so funny that he goes, you, so you show up with like a shot list? I'm like, no, I'm just pretty much waiting for him to point at this point. You know, or like, like spontaneously combust would be would have been good <laughs> would, have been but, <laughs> would have been better but it was raining so it'd been kind of hard to spontaneously combust but yeah no I was the fact that he was aware of it made me laugh very hard yeah. because the fact that here's this guy who's been on the force for 25 years he's like you're waiting for him to point aren't you <laughs> you know I did have one question and it's it's somewhat topical because uh, the school districts in uh, Illinois here suffered a defeat last election cycle in April yeah. for a 1% uh, sales tax increase. Um, I know, like, politically, these are charged times and, you know, people don't like their taxes going up. And uh, and as you said earlier, the state continues to, to kind of skip out on its uh, responsibilities. Is it really difficult to convince people? I mean, it, it, I was kind of amazed that it failed. Me um, too. And I don't know if it's just because of the, the circle of friends I run around with, it seemed to like to be a regular, you know, a, a decent idea and one that wasn't going to go too deep in my park, pocketbook. But um, is it really hard to kind of, you know, convince people of the need for this or? Um, it's not hard to me. I mean, I felt like I could talk and talk and talk and talk about it and the benefits that it would be for our entire county. I mean, it was that mm-hmm. crucial, not only for our schools, but for the entire county. Um, I felt that, I mean, and when you look at the results, there are pockets of people, for whatever reason, that are just steadfast in taxes. 
okay, yeah, but it's a tax, but it's a little bit different, you know. And that was the message that was so hard to get across was this was different. It's a different tax. It's something that, you know, if you don't want to, you don't have to participate in. You can drive somewhere and find a county where you don't have to pay a percentage of the sales tax that goes to education um, and public school facilities. Oops. I mean, it was just... It wouldn't be Iowa. Yeah, our, our no, message was, yeah, how far west or east uh -huh. would you have to drive? I don't mm -hmm. even know. Because we're surrounded with counties that have that 1% mm -hmm. uh, sales tax option. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I did not know that the, 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 the other districts around us... Yeah. Also have that. Well, I'm curious, Holly, being uh, being the spokesperson for the school district and wanting that proposal to have succeeded, that tax truck revenue to have passed, is there something you could have done in your capacity to have uh, promoted it or being from a public relations standpoint uh, to have gotten a message out in a way um, unconventionally? Yeah, I've turn that over in my head a million times because I'm sure we'll try this again and mm -hmm. we're going to just have to do again do something different and something more organized can um, I suggest bee costumes <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what if that's oh, what that it was takes the other I know, that was the other conversation <laughs> I'm I know, sorry. I I know <laughs> some people will dress up in something yeah yeah, yeah a dumb asterisk who knows <laughs> but you know it's yeah it, it we need to we need to take this approach again and, and look at our our message for the school district it's um we have kind of a limited role because we can't be advocates of a political sure. campaign mm -hmm. uh, so we have to yeah. let the committee do sense. the work mm -hmm. um and i felt or, like we could have had some stronger i don't want to i want to be sensitive but we could have had some stronger voices well, I was going to ask, did, was, did you sense any hesitancy for a single district to step forward and be the leader in it because they didn't want to be associated with the district that wanted a tax increase? Um, you didn't maybe. know talking pictures got so heady on the uh, yeah. random conversation. Boy, we, did, we, went, yeah. we went heady. But no, <laughs> but I think it's, it speaks to the issue, the fact that the, I don't remember one visual on the front page of our paper our competitions paper that didn't res kind of be distilled down into a charter graphic which i think i people's eyes tend to glaze over what that really sold it no that really said this is this is right. the reason why this you know hello you yes. need to you know do we're having a we're having another press conference it's like the the press conference that did that um, Holly held in the basement of the school that needed mm -hmm. to be torn down. Right. You know, these, listen, folks, th these buildings, this tax increase has to go for infrastructure. And if we don't get this infrastructure, your kids are now right. uh, in classrooms that have ceilings that look like this or walls that look like this. Mm -hmm. and, and a constant flow of those kinds of visuals are going to subconsciously uh, get that pocket of resistance to go, oh, no, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that because the first thing anybody looks at the paper, yep, you know, is the picture. Right I mean, it's a, page. right. Well, so, and yeah, it's just a simple yep. thing like, you know, we needed yard signs and, mm -hmm. you know, I tried really hard to like help ha ask some people to please just organize some yard signs, you know, because all the no signs were all over the place. And the, the no group, as small as it was, was very organized. I mean, they started mm -hmm. putting editorials in the paper in January. That's right. Yeah. And they would yep. wait their 30 days and there would be another one, you know, yep. from the mm -hmm. same person. And and that's what blew um, 
some people's minds. We had a group come in and help us with social media that I could help with the school district and participate in. And we were we worked with Moline on it, the Moline School District, which I was really happy to do. Um, we got their Facebook page set up in a matter of a week. They had like 1,500 likes, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. it, it was a good campaign. Um, and it was just, we just needed some visuals um, and uh, it was just, it's we were on the edge of it and and the company that helped us with the social media was like they weren't worried about this little group you know mm. people naysayers they were hmm. they were looking at the Illinois Policy Institute political group you know and, mm-hmm. and sources like that and they're like well if they're not doing anything in this area then I think you mm. guys are okay and mm-hmm. there was a pit in my stomach thinking oh. well organized and vocal mm-hmm. is going to beat big and disorganized every time i mean it's david and goliath baby i mean if you just if you get that you keep hitting people and hitting people and hitting people they're gonna think you're bigger than you are that's right i mean that's if that message keeps Mm -hmm. coming out like wow everybody's against this well it's like four guys in the corner with a big with a big (laughs) megaphone Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. Yeah. but i'm always amazed at i don't think people have any idea of the need that some of our students have like I I I was staggered. I, I recently took a picture of a, a rotary. It was a check passing thing. But the the one of the counselors at one is one is the Moline School District uh, was talking about some of the things that you know a graphing ca- calculator costs like eighty bucks for high school, and you know I'm thinking there's probably a lot of families in this area who couldn't spring for 80 bucks for a graphing mm-hmm. calculator, but then that kid doesn't get the advanced math classes, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, you know, is the kids didn't have shoes, you know, how does that even happen? And it, it was, it was, it was kind of an eye opening thing for me. And I, I know that, I don't know, sometimes I think people are like, oh, they're just going to spend it on hot tubs and oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. champagne no. parties. And... No, I mean, it really boils down to a lot of the essential things mm-hmm. uh, that we need just with building upkeep but I know that's not exciting but that's our reality for a lot of those those things and we we actually went out and we had some architects visit our buildings and we had some specs done up for our high school entrance you know so we did have mm-hmm. some visual visuals which mm-hmm. I think a lot of parents were excited about and that got them excited about what can happen at their school especially those schools that we didn't finish with the first building excellence plan we had specs for Ridgewood and those parents were so mm-hmm. excited and they did a really great job because it was a tremendous grassroots effort that um, they did a great job in their area and that's what it boils down to you know just people being passionate about it and you know like I said there was just those pockets of of voters that just weren't weren't buying it. Yeah, you got to meet mm-hmm. that passion with equal passion, a little like hockey. <laughs> <laughs> and and a bee costume. I think and it really costume, comes down yes. to the fact that Bees. you need a bee. Yes. We need a bee costume to get that tax increase. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we have a rock costume, but somehow I think you know that's the you know the rocky. You know I that's it's such a no brainer. We're the Rock Island Rocks. I mean it. It just, it fits. But, you know, the costume, I don't, I haven't covered a game in a while. They, it's just, it's not a guy dressed as a rock, is it? There's no, right. Sort are, of. Well, really? yeah, it's a, they dress as the thing. The thing. Oh, the thing. Yeah. Well, that's, that's better. That's better. But, but they have like a red shirt on and like some knickers and. But the those crazy of, kids and their yeah. knickers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, that the, um, I don't. You know, and a maroon. Don't get me started on a maroon. 
Yeah, we're, no. We've just developed no. into local politics yeah. just yeah. here a little bit too far. No, too. We're criticizing local, local mascots. Those Panthers, <laughs> those kids in their Panther costumes. <laughs> Uh, well, it's better than the what's the the uh, the one it's the the, uh, uh, the pretzels. Where's the pretzels? The Freeport. The Freeport pretzels. Yeah. What's the who's the apple knockers? Is Cobden. The Cobden, Cobden apple, apple knockers. knockers. Yeah. yeah, that's a fun one. That's not a yeah. That's something. That's something. <laughs> yes. Well, on, on, on how do you visually represent that? I an apple knocker. An apple I don't. Knocker. What is that? It's like a guy with a tin hat on or something. I don't. I, I think it was <laughs> like a job at one time. Apple knocking. I don't know. I think it sounds dirty. It sounds a little dirty. <laughs> I think you could get away with a porn star as your <laughs> as your school mascot. Oh, now Holly wishes she didn't come. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. I'm stuck. I'm in a building and I don't <laughs> know where to exit. <laughs> would, would anybody notice? This room has four walls and no, no exit. It's fine. That's right. Uh, there, there's, you could climb out through the ceiling, but you wouldn't get very far. Uh, okay. Well, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our discussion of public relations and visuals and, and how people, uh, how what we do ends up being decimated. Decimated. <laughs> I'll be cutting this later and, and, and inserting an actual sentence. <laughs> absorbed by the the public and then how holly and her people and and people that do her similar job some are good at it some are not at getting their message out holly is somebody who's very good at it makes our job just that much easier well thank you and Mm -hmm. vice versa you make my job very easy too thank Thank you you. all right thanks i'm todd meisner i'm todd welbert i'm paul coletti and we're talking pictures till next time well thanks very much for listening bye-bye The Talking Pictures Podcast is a production of The Dispatch, The Rock Island Argus, and QCOnline.com. To see some of the photos and videos discussed in our podcast, be sure to go to QCOnline.com multimedia. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod at www.incomputech.com. Talking Pictures is produced by Todd Meisner, Paul Coletti, and Todd Walbert. Thanks to Laura Anderson Shaw, Meg McLaughlin, Laura Frames, and Randy Fisk. Make sure you subscribe to Talking Pictures on iTunes.